Tara's going to come on very, very shortly and we'll talk about what's happening in our communities. If you'd like to join me sometime soon to talk about what's happening in yours, let me know. Hey, Maya, the Divine Witness is here. So good to see you. Hi. Tara's coming up. Welcome. Maybe we can have Maya on sometime soon to come and talk with us as well. These will stay up. I'm trying to bring uh Hi. We don't have the same. Uh... I've got to pause. I've got to pause. Hang on. Okay. Two seconds. Let me turn off my Wi-Fi. Come on in, folks. It looks like we don't have the face filters that we had when we were in the private chat, but now we have backgrounds all the same. Maybe. Maybe. Can we see me? Can we hear I me? I can see you. Yes. Are we good? Wait, i got to get my filter on. Take your time. For those of you just joining us, we're going to be doing a quick community chat about for 20 minutes. I'll leave these up on uh, Instagram for all of the love bugs who want to come back and see them later. Maya, the Divine Witness, says, hey, good to see you. I need to respond to your message. I'm just getting through my DMs. Listen, I have a tool for we, you that would help you. We were just talking about that before we got on here, how IG is work <laughs> because you do have to respond to DMs. We get it. It's a whole job. It's a whole job. And I've got DMs on multiple applications, probably in the tunes of hundreds. These are people that have been waiting for me for months to come back and chat with them. It's just like, yo, I will eventually oh, go to sleep. Go to sleep. We can't be going to sleep right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Let us know in the comments uh, where you're watching from and what you have going on in your community. I know that Maya, the Vine Witness, is here. Um, yeah, it's this is when Tara said, yeah, I, I was working on my Instagram work, it reminded me that the platform, if you're using it properly um, to spread your message of light and love or whatever you're spreading, I mean, it could be t-shirts or the infamous pink sauce of the week. Have you been following that story, Tara, about the pink sauce? No. Uh, it's going to disgust <laughs> you and I cannot wait to share it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right, it's all, all the pink sauce. A $20 pink sauce that went viral that has people now uh, sick because it's got passion fruit uh, and a bunch of other things in it. Um, I can't wait to send that. Yuck. Okay, great. I anyway, mean, passion fruit isn't yucky. Just wait till you see the other six ingredients. <laughs> okay. The reason why we're here, okay. though, is to talk about what's happening in our own communities and also to let you know about uh, something that I have called uh, Basic Business Boot Camp or Community Cohort. It's a space where we gather um, in our own special ways now uh, daily to support each other in their dreams. If you're a person who is looking for an opportunity to link arms with other community leaders and get your stuff over uh, the finish line and start acting on the magic that you want to have uh, come true in your life or the magic that you know or is it you know it's already inside you you just want to figure out a way to let it out there are strategic ways in which you can come into community and actually build um, Tara's been a member of said cohort for the last few months and I wanted to invite her on today to talk a bit about what her experience in cohort has been um, and I don't mind talking about the wonderful things that have happened. I don't mind talking about the things that I've experienced that uh, have not been so savory in this learning experience. For, for anyone who's tuning in right now that's building a community of your own, I want to start having this conversation amongst community leaders and the programs we're building um, about the day in and day out of, for those of us who don't have day jobs. And we're just kind of out here 
building, not kind of, we're out here building our own programs and also what are the, the highs, mediums, and lows of that? So anyway, what has been your experience in cohort so far, Tara? And um, what have been your takeaways, I guess, from it? Is, is there nothing to build, first of all? Mm. Um, so something that I love about, um, well, those of you that don't know me that are listening to this later, you all probably know me because community web networks, it's, it's this. But uh, if you don't know me, uh, I am a entrepreneur uh, and have been for the last five years. I have taken other coaching programs. I have taken group coaching programs. I have invested in one-to-one -one coaching um, as well as taking some passive courses um, in various things. So like I've taken a course in IG carousels. I've taken a course in um, building your offer for social media, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what I love about cohort is it has the flexibility to be like a group coaching program and you get to learn from the other people as well as Andre. Um, and it also acts as a mastermind and a space that you can really share, you know, this is shitty for me right now. <laughs> um, and this is hard for me to show up on this particular platform doing this or, or things like that, or it's hard for me to show up and sell, or I'm really not having a lot of clarity around, like, I have this offer, but I'm not sure who it's for, or I, ha I have these people that I'm reaching, but like, I don't have anything to give them. Um, and so it's, it's one of those places that you can really come as you are and be okay with that. Um, and one of the things that I love about cohort that I think is really unique because I haven't experienced it outside of one-to-one -one coaching is the daily check-ins. So whether that's morning or night um, and whether it's your choice, right? Like every, this is one thing that I saw on Instagram like last week and it's just stuck with me. Someone was like, coaches are not your freaking gurus, like get over yourselves. Um, and I just think that's so important that you have to know that in any coaching program, in any mastermind, in any masterclass, in any free Facebook group, on anybody's Instagram page, you get out of it what you put into it, right? Mm. And so you have the choice to show up in the morning or show up in the evening in cohort or both. And the morning acts as an activation. It really allows you to get centered. Now, I have my own process from being a solopreneur um, for so long and needing to really just get my ducks in a row every single day and figure out what I needed to get done. But it was a very, it's very nice to center yourself with other people and know that other people in the world are working towards something um, instead of just going to their nine to fives because there are a lot of people in the world that have nine to fives. My husband is one of them. I love that for them. He would not be a good entrepreneur. He knows it. He doesn't want to be. It's all good. Uh, but it's very nice to uh, kind of come together in that moment and really focus and have, you know, a word of the day or a quote of the day or something that just energizes whatever those tasks are that you kind of don't want to do, that you have to do as an entrepreneur. Uh, and then the evening check-ins, uh, you know, they've ranged anywhere from being really super relaxed and kind of like, you know, okay, how was your day? Did you, did you, do, did you do what you meant to do? to very, very in-depth community conversation that need to happen. Um, and, and just the conversations that people have behind closed doors that we really should be having in public. Um, but it's comfortable in that group uh, at the end of the day. So that's what I would say is like really gratifying about cohort and also what's a little bit different about cohort than other spaces that I've been in um, as I've progressed on my 
on my own entrepreneurial, solopreneurial. That's a really hard word to say. Preneurial. Preneurial. Preneur. We don't like ours in here. Hi, we Dave, don't. Tony. Hey, Dave. Good to see you. I'm still on it. Preneurial. It feels good on the on the on the embouchure of the lips. I don't like the preneur. I don't like that. Nah, I don't like that. That's making me uncomfortable. Okay, um, we're voice teachers, friends. <laughs> so tongue placement. I was like, is a thing. I, I, exactly. I was like, well, I'm placing my my end though on the tip of my tongue behind my top teeth. No, no. But then you gotta come down for the uh. No. No, no, and then if you flip the R, it's okay. No, real. Okay, we went far. <laughs> We're passionate people. We really are. <laughs> I was gonna uh, jerk the wheel before we went into that, talking about what it what it feels like to be uh, lonely along the creative path mm. and lonely along the solopreneurial uh, path, like. Um, you know, this, it ain't, I keep seeing, saying this on my lives. It ain't easy being green. Um, when you make the decision to quit your day jobs and just step out into the deep of your creativity, um, when you make the decision to, uh, even if you have a nine to five and you're working, you know, six till nine at night, or you're working nine to five and you're coming back to it and you're working seven till two in the morning, which I did for a long, long time pre-pandemic, mm -hmm. um, which it, they don't talk about that. You got a nine to five, but then you're coming home and taking a little dinner break and then you're working from seven until two on your dream. And during the pandemic, you know, I mean, you were doing it during the pandemic when I first met you, that's what you were doing. So, yeah, it was like two, two or three jobs going simultaneously, plus mm -hmm. lots of the island stuff. Yeah. So we know, Dave, um, and you're, you're laughing about it. You got to laugh to keep from crying, <laughs> but uh, it can be really, really, um, you have to find that motivation um, to actually uh, not Netflix and chill, not, not every night and actually send emails and start pitching to the people that you want to work with and following up on those DMs like we talked with Maya about. Um, and when you're in your Instagram DMs or you're in your emails working on this big dream that only you can see or that you share it with someone like Tara, it can get really, really lonely. Um, and as a person, I'm an introvert, so I like being alone, but that's different than the lonely feeling of saying, yo, I want to build this 250 voice, you know, worship choir, uh, non-denominational, non-dogmatic worship choir. And most people look at you like you're saying Marzi Benuto. Um, Hi, Jordan. Love you. Sorry. So, yeah. That's, a club, well, well, that's you... an old Clubhouse friend. That's like one of the first people I met on Clubhouse. Jordan predates you. Um, <laughs> Jordan's amazing. I love Jordan. Excuse the literal Excuse... fuck out of me. You. <laughs> ah. Nice to meet you, Jordan. Um, Jordan is a tenor. It would, it would here. Uh, operatic, tenor? operatic tenor. Uh, also a voice teacher. Also like a serial entrepreneur. Um, just amazing, 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 amazing. Love, love your content. Love you. Love chatting with you in DMs. Just mm. so happy I met. I would you. love to connect. I would love to connect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so thank you, Jordan, for being our scroll moment of, of this episode. We we love to give love. We'll pause, we'll, pause, we, we'll we'll put our emergency lights off for love every time. We will have at least twenty scroll moments. Uh, we were just 
doing tongue placement, uh, Jordan, five minutes ago. So that's where we are. Um, What say you about loneliness and uh, the creative path and the entrepreneurial path? So we've been talking about this a lot. um, I feel like in the last 48 hours about like what. (laughs) Okay, let me preface this this way. Social media gives us a wonderful opportunity to create community, but no one actually knows how to create community on social media. And so the the whole goal of social media uh, for a lot of people is actually to pull people off of social media into their own programs. Like we're talking about cohort. We'll talk about some of mine later. Right. But there's no it's really easy to feel alone, even if you have sixteen hundred, two thousand, ten thousand millions of followers. It's really, really, really easy to feel alone in your journey, right? Like, I mean, I probably have, I don't know, three to 5,000 people across all of my platforms that follow me. And it's really just, there are things that people out there, you people watching this, I can't show you when I'm working on it because like you can't, at least not yet, when Black Mirror gets here, you'll be able to see it. But uh, you can't see the inner workings of my brain, right? And there have to be moments where I'm working on my own in that process. I can let you in on it. I can let you in on what that looks like. But for me, the loneliness comes in because I want to be careful that I'm not prescribing my own process, the process that I've worked out as an entrepreneur, that process that every entrepreneur, when you first start out, has to figure out right? Mm -hmm. You have to figure out what works for you. I have to be very careful that I'm not showing that and saying that it is the only way, right? That this is just my process. And it's going to take you time to figure out what that process looks for you. It looks like for you. And so my loneliness comes from that, that, that section of my business that I sort of have to put it in my back pocket and continue on and show up and be front facing and be this, this person that you all know. And this person is very authentic. This is me. Dre knows. Like I talk to Dre all day, every day. It's very me. This is 100% me, but there are things that Dre sees, right. That nobody else sees because you're not talking to me every second of every day. And that's where that loneliness kind of comes in. And cohort is a great way to take us out of that for 30 minutes to an hour every single day of just being able to air that right being able to air that like today hey today i made a lot of strides right i made i put out my album i put out my post i put out this i did this but i didn't get that external scorecard i didn't get that validation from the people that i was hoping for it i didn't get that response Mm -hmm. in my emails i didn't get that you know i didn't get that thing and i don't really feel like celebrating that but you can say that in in this kind of situation and cohort situation, right? You can come out and say that and the other people in cohort can say, but wait, or Dre can say as the leader of the cohort, Dre can say, wait, but you put out a post today, right? 1% you, better. you got 1% better, right? Yeah. And, and sometimes it takes us that reminder. And even as you know, I would call myself an experienced business owner. I have a very successful business. I live off of it. You know, Uh, it does Mm -hmm. just fine. Even when I'm not doing anything, that reminder, uh, Hey, you did enough. Hey, you grew today. Hey, it's okay that like your whole to-do list didn't get done or it's okay that that email didn't come through or it's okay that that email didn't get sent. That's nice to hear from someone other than your brain who is often attacking you. 
you know. Mm -hmm. Not only did you do enough, but you are enough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we have those conversations Absolutely. in cohort all the time. The thing that I love about cohort, and it's a daily thing, it happens, essentially it's 24-7 support that's happening twice a day, very intense, uh, intensely. Um, what I like about cohort is that it gives me an opportunity with you and the rest of the participants to go mile deep, inch wide. And we talk about this a lot in our uh, community. What does it feel mm -hmm. like for you to take your community or to be in a community with people who are going mile deep uh, and inch yeah. wide, as opposed to the rest of society that goes inch deep, mile, you know, right. wide? Um, what does it feel like to be actual in a I profound community? I think this brings me back to what social media really does well. Social media does inch deep, mile wide, right? You can reach a lot of people on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, what have you. Clubhouse, if you're still there, question mark. Um, not, not to be that person, but to be that person. Um, to throw Clubhouse under the bus. Uh, I think that things community and I think it feigns depth. Uh, I think it feigns importance. Um, and I think sometimes we get confused as, as users of social media and also entrepreneurs on social media. I think it's really easy to get confused that those are the people that you're needing to reach because in reality it's the people that you are able to pull into deeper community into mile deep community into that space where you can be really real with each other like and this is something that i strive for on my social media even before i met dre which is to have the hard conversation i mean those of you that know me my tagline is i talk about the ish that nobody wants to talk about and push you to do the same and that is exactly what i do i do show up and i do talk about really hard hard stuff, things that the wide, that mile wide crowd, they're not going to engage with that, right? But my mile deep crowd, my crowd that has been here for years and years and years, and perhaps has invested money in me, or perhaps has just, you know, been along for the ride or bought my album or something like that. Those are the people that I, I reach, right? That's my community. And cohort is also that way right? Cohort allows us to kind of circumvent this idea that we really need to reach everybody in the world, because the truth is you don't need to reach everybody in the world. You can't. And we learn, yeah, and we can't. And you learn that too in cohort, that like whoever is in cohort at that moment, that's enough. That's enough to reach those people. And you have something, regardless of who you are, right? If you're not a five-year, six-year, 10-year entrepreneur, if you're not a voice teacher, if you're a creative, if you're just performing music, whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing, you are enough and you have something to teach the people in the cohort just by being there. You're able to go mile deep into your craft with the other people in cohort. Um, so I think it's, I, I just think it's a great way to um, start to build your community and to see those connections. And also I think it's really important for people that are um, uncomfortable asking for help cohort presents you a place to say, hey, you know, making that first ask, that's the hardest part of being an entrepreneur. Like, honestly, y'all, like, I remember when I chose to quit all of my, all of my jobs, I quit my studio gig and I was like, that's a quarter of my income. I have a mortgage. I have to feed my husband. I have to feed myself. <laughs> you know, I got to drive the car. I, I don't have any gigs going on right now. What am I going to do and the scariest part 
was going out there and getting into my IG stories or getting into my emails and saying, would you like to be my voice student? That's such an easy question for me now, right? It's such an easy question for me to walk up to people and say, hey, you have a great voice. I think we could do this A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Do you want to be in my studio? Hey, I see that you're, you know, showing up online, but it's kind of, you know, incongruent. I can help you with that. I can help you be better. Oh, you're having problems talking about diversity and equity in your business? Great. I can help you with that, right? Like, so now I'm comfortable with that. But for a lot of people and cohort is, again, it's, the investment is very low. It's very low for what you get, right? Low. It's very low. Okay, low. so this is for the people that are like thinking about quitting their day jobs, maybe just quit their day jobs, maybe are keeping their day jobs and so they can afford $100 a month, $99 a month, right? Those people that this group of people is a great place to make your first ask. We had somebody uh, in the program that uh, literally was very nervous about like kind of asking people to do stuff for them or with them or collaborating with them. And we were on a cohort call one night and they said, wait, Tara, like, I really loved your album. Would you be willing to like come do some of that on a zoom call? Mm -hmm. And that I think was one of the first times that they had ever asked a question like that. And so it's, it's that kind of environment too. We can be the people that you pitch to first right? Mm -hmm. We can be the people that you ask that question of. We can be the people that you ask for help. And those kind of questions, questions as an entrepreneur, when you're also like at the beginning of your journey, when you're simultaneously trying to build authority, that's a funky place to be in. It's mm -hmm. funky. Mm -hmm. I, I get it. I've been there. I was there. I remember it like yesterday, partially because I do my old news segments every week, but I, I remember it, right? I was there three years ago today today even three years and two years right trying to figure out who i was and building authority and, and and really just showing up on instagram and that first ask was the hardest ask and every ask after that gets a little bit easier and so if you have a group of community members that are willing to support you in that way and you know gently criticize if they need to um but mostly just support you that's that's makes your life so much easier uh, if you're not just support. showing up in front of a thousand people and being like, I'm asking you to pay me. <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> I, I like that it's got baked in support. Um, it's my favorite part. Um, I don't think that anybody should be alone in their creative journey, in their creative path. That's the whole reason why I started Cohort. Um, I love supporting people. I love resource finding for people. I love making sure that they have all the tools they need. Um, beyond our collegiate experiences, a lot of us don't have any follow-up support. You know, um, you, you leave with your bachelor's if you left with it. Uh, you, you leave with your master's if you, if you left with it. And you your debt. Your, <laughs> and your debt, right? Uh, Sally Mae on that ass. Um, and then you got the, all of these big, big ideas and visions, but there's no one saying, how can I support you today? Move your needle 1% forward. Your mm -hmm. mama ain't saying it, your daddy ain't saying it, your cousins ain't saying it, your friends ain't saying it because that's not their role to you. I love strategic spaces where we can say, I have this question, I have this burning desire, can you help me right. along? Well, and yeah. a lot of times your brain isn't saying it either, right? And that that is one of those big shifts mm -hmm. between being in corporate, being in a nine to five versus being an entrepreneur because you at the end of the day are the only one that can tell yourself to do that right when you don't have motivation you have consistency and if you don't have consistency 
cohort is a great place to find consistency. It's a great place to build consistency and then carry it with you, right? Because at school, you are, you're in class every day. And if you miss a class, you got to go do your homework because God, if somebody gives you an F on something, your world might end, right? <laughs> I mean, like, if you're in that academia space, I just, I can't do it anymore, but more power to you. Um, cohort can replace that for a little bit. Cohort can give you a little bit of a jump start. Uh, and you can start whenever you want. And you can leave at 30 days. You Child, leave. go find less. 60 find days, less. 90 days, less. you know, whatever, whatever you need. And at the end of the day, that's the brilliance of cohort is that ability to come and go as you please to attend the meetings, to not attend the meetings, to, you know, have a training call, to not have a training call. Because as scary as it is, when you're a new entrepreneur or even a seasoned entrepreneur, you know your business best and you know yourself best. And that goes back to what I said earlier about coaches not being gurus. You can hire as many coaches as you want and still never make a dent and what you want to do on your dream. And cohort really puts that accountability, that responsibility back on you while simultaneously being supported by other people who are walking through the same thing or have walked mm -hmm. that path. We talk a lot about the sunk costs in uh, coaching programs and in courses. People uh, every year spend probably millions of dollars on coaching programs and e-courses and they never even use them. Um, mm -hmm. We know that these statistics are very, very true. People do not use the programs that they buy into. And I believe that the reason why they don't use the programs is because no one's there actually knocking on the glass saying, hey, have you thought about your dream today? You know, come back tomorrow. Have you, and a lot of people can't take that fire. A lot of people can't take that heat, you know, of, of having someone constantly on their ass saying, hey, did you actually do these elements and aspects of your business that you say you actually want? Did you actually try to push the needle forward 1% today on your dream? Or are you just talking about it to your friends um, while playing through the next filter on Instagram? It, it really gets it really gets that deep for us. Uh, the last part that I want to talk about today, because I want to keep you um, forever, um, is about uh, accountability and, and the importance of accountability and accountability programs. You know, we as adults, like we said, nobody is actually pushing or pulling us towards anything. Our parents did it, you know, you know, ideally or idyllically, they did it for um, 18 years and then set us free. But then, like I said, beyond um, your collegiate experience, um, you know, getting out into the real world, what have you, um, what say you about accountability and and the fact that because we are actual communal organisms, there is a benefit to us being accountable to each other in these ways. Hi, Diego. <laughs> I had to say, I know, I know that name. Um, yes. I don't, I, some of the others I don't know, but it's nice to meet you. Um, you know, a lot of people, I say this as gently as possible, but it's me, so y'all know it's not going to come off that gently. It's going to come off nurturingly, but it's going to be what you need to hear. Okay. Um, so, what I'm going to say is, I think that there are a lot of people at different points in their entrepreneurial path. I said that pretty well that time. I got that tongue flick. Um, that have stars in their eyes about what entrepreneurship really is. And I think they really underestimate 
that it's not just inspiration money. There's a whole long distance in between those two things, right? And there's a whole lot of stuff, especially at the beginning. I'm going to use my hourglass analogy, right? There's a whole mm -hmm. lot of stuff sitting there that's falling on top of you as you're standing in the hourglass on the bottom of that hourglass, pouring down that you have to learn, right? Because you can't afford anybody else. Mm -hmm. You can't pay anybody else right now. Nobody else is running your social media. Nobody else is building your website. Nobody else is doing any of this for you, right? Nobody else is getting the word out there. You are the sole person telling people about your dream. And if you have stars in your eyes about that inspiration funds and don't want to do the middle part, you don't want to do the nitty gritty, you don't want to do the nasty stuff mm -hmm. in between, the stuff that doesn't feel very good, you're never actually going to make it to funds. Your business will not make it. So I lovingly tell you that because I have been there. I have been the lazy person. I have been the person that said, I think that task is too hard for me and I don't think I can learn it. I think it's too much right now. I've been that person at the bottom of the hourglass. I've been that person being dumped on. I've been the person in the bottleneck. I've been the person trying to climb out. I've been there, right? And when you take the stars out of your eyes, what you have left are three choices. Motivation, consistency, and accountability, right? And when you don't have motivation because you lost your inspiration somewhere way back in the day when it was just a star in your eye, right? You're left with the other two, consistency and accountability, and they both depend on each other. You have to be accountable to yourself to be consistent right? And you have to be consistent to be accountable. And so those two things are what gets you out in the world. Those two things are what build your business. It's not, I'm the most inspiring person. It's not, I'm the most motivated person. We talk about this all the time in cohort and separately from cohort, that it is not the people that move fast fast that are competing it's not those people that win it's the people that can outlast other people right and that takes consistency and accountability so what cohort has built in is check-ins every single day with additional support if you choose it right if you choose it consistency and accountability we're consistently there every day meeting we're consistently checking in with people's accountability and their dreams, right? It's not that you're accountable, you're accountable to anybody else in the cohort. You're still accountable to yourself. But how does it feel at the end of the day when you get there, even on your own, and you look at your to-do list and you didn't get 1% better today? How's that feel? Yeah. Like really ask yourself that question. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. Because it doesn't feel good, right? And, I, and I'm not talking about, I, I got COVID, I'm sick, I don't feel good, I had to sleep today. That's not the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Because if you're consistent in your account, sorry, if you're consistent and you're accountable, you outlast that. You outlast those sicknesses, right? You outlast mm -hmm. those things that come up in your life, right? So 
cohort mitigates that in a brilliant way and you are still accountable and consistent to yourself only it's not like you're dragging i've been in group programs and this is not this is kind of a dig on group programs but i've been in group programs where like there's one strong leader normally me hi um who like ends up like sub coaching to the coach and like pulling the other members of the group coaching program along. It's very annoying. And it, like, it's yeah. the reason that I don't like to join group programs. I am like, like I may or may not. I didn't not even like group assignments in school. Yeah. It's, it's just awkward where, so cohort still puts the accountability on you yourself as the cohort member. But again, you have accountability to come share with other cohort members, which helps some people, right? That motivates some people to have to come to something and say, well, got two things done today, you know? And again, we can bump you up and say that that two things was enough because you are enough as you are in any given moment, whether you're resting or whether you're moving, but. Well, we also gotta talk different. about, if, if, if you wanna talk, if you wanna keep it a buck, we also gotta talk about the fact that some people stop coming to cohort and even leave cohort altogether because they're not ready to face the music of their own dream. Right. Um, that, that actually I, knowing that somebody is waiting for you and waiting on the glass actually makes people feel like, oh, like, like, oh, it really puts you under the light and you have to actually face the music of whether that business that you say you wanted to start 10 years ago, it's actually not getting started right. because it's not feasible or is it numero uno uh, right. all and on that, you? That's a whole process and cohort is <clears> not a, it's, I mean, we work through mindset things with certain people if, if that's need be. Neither of us are necessarily mindset coaches. I'm for sure not a mindset coach. I, Dre tells me I touch on it a lot, but I really try to steer clear of it. I hate mindset. I'm clarity. Stuff. I'm clarity. Right. I, and, it, and it's all interwoven, right? It's all interwoven, but, you know, being a good entrepreneur, being a good business owner, part of what that means is identifying when you're the bottleneck mm. versus when the task is the bottleneck, right? And a lot of us, the task is really us, you know, and cohort helps with that. Oh, let's get off of this because we could talk for two hours more about, uh, I love what you said about accountability and consistency and motivation. Mac, um, that's very nice. I love the dovetail of, of motivation with inspiration because those are the things that fall off first. <laughs> like those are the first wheels to go yep. uh, of all the wheels. It's just like um, a workout. You know, you're like, I'm going to get back in shape and you're all motivated and you're like, I see all these hot bodies up on Instagram. I'm going to go be one, right? And you get to right. the gym the third by the third day, you're like, ah. ass hurts. You know what I mean? Like, right. and then your motivation is gone. Inspiration is gone because you're like, I don't really care if I'm as hot as the next person, right? So what do you got left? Accountability and consistency. consistency. Well, listen, I'm gonna dovetail to you for a second and put you under the uh, the spotlight in the hot seat because if there's anybody that I know in my personal path that does accountability and consistency well in their own business under TPM, uh, well, that's the method that's coming. But under your studio, um, it, it, it's you. Like you're you're literally completely baked in and bought into the dream of what you're doing and what you're putting into the world and how you're loving people and how you're getting paid as you love people. Um, the first question I'll ask is, what do you think your magic elixir is beyond the things you talked about? Um, oh, what do you think your 
your magic elixir is for what you cook in your own studio. Remember, Tara and I met, um, she's in Minnesota. I'm in New York City. We've never actually physically been in each other's air. That's going to be a hug. That's going to be wonderful. That, ah! um, so because of that, I just met her and her energy on an app called Clubhouse. Um, and I see how powerful she is and how awesome she is. And I see how she's literally not hyperbole. She started from ground zero and making a commitment and a declarative decision about what, what she wanted her life to be. And then she moved towards it. First question is, uh, what is your magic elixir of the moment? Um, and then also, how is that showing up in your current programming? Yeah. Um, so I think something, thinking about this this morning, not magic elixirs in that way, but I was, I was thinking about things that had helped me on my journey because I knew this live was today. And one of the things that I always come up with is that uh, I'm really good at meeting challenges. Like, and what I mean by that is meeting a challenge where it's at and solving it, right? And one of the things, and not to bring us back to the podcast episode that was never posted yet, um, but to bring us back to the, the podcast that was never posted, um, I talked about my husband. And my, my husband is brilliant in so many ways. I love him so, so much. Um, and I am thoroughly annoyed by him sometimes. <laughs> um, but one thing that I said in our vows, and I, the reason I brought up the other one was because I said love is simple. And that was a moment. That was a whole moment on, the, on that feed, right? We'll have to surface that for, for the yes. folks. Yes. So <laughs> it's pinned I somewhere. Said, I said, I promise to challenge you. I promise to challenge you. And I, when I thought about that today, and I was thinking mm -hmm. about it last night, and I was thinking about it over the last two weeks, because I was really challenged in like, my ability to teach, like, I know I'm a good teacher. But sometimes when you're in different situations, it can just really feel like you're not, you're not enough, you're not rising to that challenge, right. And I just was like, I challenge other people, I'm challenging myself, and I'm going to rise to it. And so I think my magic elixir is just, it's honestly self belief that like, you know, I have a lot of self doubt, I really do. I really do. Like those mm -hmm. of you that have been on my feed for a long time, have seen me like if you go back to my feed from 2019. I have so many posts that are like real talk posts about not feeling good enough and not being soprano enough and not being you know uh contained in a box enough and and not getting the gigs and not you know growing the studio and not doing what i wanted to do and just really you know a really challenging part of my life uh in the online space and on the flip side of that even going all through that i knew that i was going to do it like my self-belief that I could rise to any challenge and I remember in 2019 in the fall of 2019 I said to myself and this is really where it started so Dre knows about me leaving my jobs right but even before I left my jobs I said I'm going to challenge myself while I am at these jobs all of these jobs that I was doing I have like three or four muggle jobs plus admin jobs plus teaching like I was scattered everywhere um I said, I'm going to try to make more money from music than from my muggle jobs. Mm -hmm. 
you know? <laughs> and I did it in two months. I, even with all that self-doubt, even with the way that I was feeling, even like through that. And so I can find self-belief in any moment, in any hurt, in any sorrow, in, in anything. I, and then I challenge myself to do the things that my self-doubt says you can't do, right? So my self-doubt said, even like in 2021, you can't show up you can't show up in this way. You can't show up as a white facing biracial multi-passionate musician. You can't show up that way because no one, no one wants to hear that. You can't do that. My self-doubt said you are not, you are not that, right? That's what my self-doubt said. And my self-belief challenged me and said, what if you do? What if you just talk about one issue? What if you do? And I did it. And now here we are in 2022, fully marketed as a multi-passionate biracial musician who has a podcast that deals with all of these things and an album that is all black composers and a studio where I cultivate songs by black composers and black artists and help people access them and teach biracial kids and have patience for two weeks at a camp uh, and introduce them to folk songs that they've never heard of from Korea, you know, like that, that is what the challenge said. And that is what I will always rise to, right? Um, so my magic elixir is the ability to believe in myself. And that's a hard, it's a hard journey. Because mm. there's a lot of shit that you don't like about yourself. Everybody has that, right? But even we're, if we're, well, a whole different podcast is that we were yeah. conditioned into a lack of self-belief in ourselves strategically right. every day to the tunes of millions of pieces of content. Video online. I'm, I'm reading Maya's comment. Yes. Oh, thank you, Maya. Thank you, Maya. Yeah, we will we will put this up um, so that people can uh, partake of it, and even uh, as a value add, if you will, uh, I'll even put it up as a podcast episode before the other one, um, <laughs> and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll do it before the clock strikes twelve, just to yeah. be accountable uh, and uh, consistent, consistent, which are the parts that we're working on. Because we're, we're like, what I love about Tara and I is that we're never showing up to these meetings or showing up to these. Um, uh, conversations as fully cooked people. Um, I, I've always been very clear about the fact that my yolks are very much so still runny. <laughs> um, and I'm just um, trying to, in community, um, build programs and events and opportunities for us to help each other cook better. Um, where are you helping people cook right now in the world strategically yes. and intentionally? So the last two weeks, many of you that have followed me on Instagram know that I <laughs> I had a camp to teach. She fell off. She fell off the map. But I have made a promise to myself to resume my consistency. So I feel I, I don't feel like I know from the end of 2021 to now, I have been very lackadaisical with my presence, my front facing presence, because I have everything that I want. I have, I'm happy. I have a successful business. I love what I do and I don't need anything more. Um, but I am also a person that cannot plateau. If I plateau, I am like the least happy person. So I am like edging after dark. I am edging on ah! that plateau. <laughs> 
I'm I'm edging to that plateau and I'm like, Tara, don't get there, Tara, don't get there because I'll be stuck there for a moment. So I've made a promise to myself to be consistent. So there's going to be a, a, a more consistency on Instagram, more front facing. You guys have already seen it. I was up on my stories yesterday. I was up on my stories today. I've been here all week, yada, yada, yada. There's more posts coming and things like that. So what I will say to you is that content wise, you will not find anyone giving more to you via free content, um, particularly in my stories. So if you are not in my stories every single week, you need to be there. Uh, I share a lot of things from activism to branding, to voice teaching, to just singing um, my dogs, you know, like that's the place to really be if you are unable to invest. If you are able to invest, I encourage you to go ahead and take a listen to Soliloquy. All of the money that I earn from that goes directly into the hands of organizations that support black composers and black musicians. Um, I paid for all of the processing and things like I pay for all the processing and things like that and the mixing and mastering uh, way back in the day. So I am just donating all of the funds from that. If you are interested in taking part in some of my programs, some of you will know that I do a pay what you can program every single month. This month's is continuing. This is, you know, breaking news. Um, Nail Your Intro is going to be, the enrollment is going to be open for that until at least August 15th. Uh, I did not market it very well, and that is on me, and I really want everybody to be able to take advantage of that at whatever cost they can. Um, many of you know that I'm very good at introducing myself. I'm very good at teaching other people how to introduce themselves, and that is really the start of a brand is figuring out who you are, and it makes a difference. Like, if you can't figure out the Canva stuff, if you can't figure out how to, you know, take nice pictures... Being able to introduce yourself will take you a long way. So that's coming back. Um, you can jump on my email list. Uh, you get uh, first access to everything. Um, and uh, you can jump on my Patreon. That's where my, that's where my podcast lives. So if you want more in-depthness of Tara, like really being true, unfiltered, here's what I think is effed up in the world. Here's how I feel about certain things that like happened to me. Um, my last podcast, which I'll post about was on um, basically a person trying to tell me that I wasn't black enough uh, on the internet. And that hasn't happened to me for a long time. Uh, and I wasn't biracial enough and that therefore was not diverse enough. Um, and, and, and so I, I talked at length about that on, on this podcast episode. So that's riff number five. It's on my podcast or on my Patreon. Um, and then I have wider programs and you can visit all of that. You can find literally all of that at one link, terrapriolo.com slash links. Um, and you'll be able to find everything that I just mentioned, plus more. Um, my branding programs are coming back as well as some openings in the one-to-one -one voice studio, which never happens. And one is already filled and I didn't even open it. Like I didn't even send an email. So if y'all are interested, just please be sure that you're on my email list, you're on my Patreon, you're in my DMs because otherwise you're lost in the sauce and I can't do anything for you. So that's, that's all my stuff. I love it. Um, uh, my online web store is open over at andreforhire.com. Uh, lots of opportunities to uh, either do it yourself uh, in concert along with uh, you know, our team here, or we can do it for you. All of those prices and options are available there. Cohort is going. I'm also recruiting um, talent from all over the world to be showcased on programs like this. I would love to have something in the future where 
um, you know, Tara and I are riffing or someone in the community is riffing. And then we have a guest uh, person coming on to sing for us uh, or perform for us or speak a spoken word. There's lots of opportunities here um, to build. Uh, one of our favorite quotes uh, from Adrian Mari Brown is, is there nothing to build? There's so many people complaining in life about, you know, there should have cut a what is, as they said in Sister Act 2. There's so many people um, calling their glasses half empty and, and you know, instead of half full. Um, I still have a hopeful heart. I still know that there are light workers like Tara uh, in all kinds of industries putting their best foot forward. I had a conversation before this meeting today with a, a, a wonderful woman named Julie McNamara and we just committed even on that call to just doing our best, you know, just for today. Um, not, you know, as Brene would say, not puffing ourselves up too big, not shrinking down too small, but just being completely whole in ourselves. So um, thank you, Tara, for of a course. wonderful conversation. Like I, I'm always vacillating between taking notes with what you say and then actively listening because there's just so much juice. Um, and I'm really grateful for our sacred kinship. I'm grateful for our personal friendship. I'm grateful for our uh, community collaborations. I'm just really, really grateful to have met you as a stranger on the internet a little over a year ago and the magic that you've helped uh, cultivate in my heart and the laughter and the energy of just being with you is really something wonderful. And anytime I can, share your magic with my community and vice versa it's always it's always a good time it's always 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 fun to compare tongue placements <laughs> entrepreneur Woo! it is going to spin the floor wow don't Play do it out too <laughs> he's a leaker Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Bye y'all. Have a great week. <laughs>